Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. And today we welcome back Fiona Duraf, who is currently <laughs> starring in Don't Look at the Demon, currently available in theaters and coming out on video on demand November 22nd. Fiona, welcome back. Uh, it's great to talk to you again. I had to look back at our previous interview. Do you know that it's been almost a year since we last spoke? I think it's been almost exactly a year. Yeah. Or maybe a year minus a month. Exactly. It was November 15th. And uh, you had the extensions on, and you were in the middle of filming a movie with Lance Henriksen, I believe. I was! In fact, I believe he called you during the middle of our interview. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, where are you? I need a a beer. (laughs) Congratulations on the film. This is uh, an awesome ride that you take the audience on. So let's get right to it. Now, you play Jules, the lead paranormal investigator of a ghost hunting television show. What is it that draws your team to go to Asia? And why Asia uh, to go and just help this one family? So... The plot is that Jules has some ability to see things, but she's tamped it down. And at this point, the show is basically to make money. So she goes as a, um, you know, on the advice of her producer to do an Asian show so that she can point the camera at things that they'll find spooky, make some money, go home. And then things turn out to be a little more spooky. A little bit more real than she bargained for. Now, as you mentioned, uh, Jules is a real life medium. She has abilities, like you said, she is suppressing them. Uh, What more can you tell us about Jules that won't spoil the story, of course? What is her driving force? What, what, why does she feel a need to do this TV show as a way of oppressing her mediumship? Jules isn't quite certain how else to make money. Okay. I think that being a medium is something that's been taxing for her. So she's had to, she's acted out her whole life um, in order to feel good in the midst of feelings that don't feel good. Right. Cause she's very sensitive and exposed to all these spooky supernatural things. So um she and this is the story of her kind of confronting all of it and she can't run away and um yeah and it makes her a, a wild kind of scary ride now when we see ghost hunters depicted in movies uh you know ghost hunters show fill the tv airwaves now but when we see them in movies uh behind the scenes they're portrayed as these big skeptic uh, skeptics you your character having actual abilities would you call Jules a skeptic of the paranormal? Jules is trying to be a skeptic, yeah. So she's actually trying to actively deny what's been in front of her her whole life. Yeah, yeah, because it's uncomfortable and and uh, and often scary and fucked up her childhood and uh, it's something that um, she can't, she can't escape, but she does her best to dampen. Yeah, And then she's put in a situation where she uh, really has to confront it. 
So when her producer asks her to go to Asia, first of all, where in Asia is the setting of this film? Kuala Lumpur. So that's that's Malaysia. Here we got it. Okay, now Kuala Lumpur. Now, um, does the does her producer give her any sort of background information as to why Kuala Lumpur, why this family, to sort of help her out, or is she just thrown in there blindly? No, I think in a way this is an American enterprise trying to make some money and mm-hmm. getting in over their heads. So, so I don't think producer had more information than she did i think everybody was surprised at how real it became okay now you mentioned that she had to confront her own demons in order to defeat the real evil in this film uh i'm sure that's a very you know from the way you're describing that character it's a very hard thing for her to do not only to confront her mediumship her gifts or whatever you want to call them but her past and her trauma does it take a lot of events throughout the whole film to where she realizes I have to confront my past before I confront this evil? I think it becomes clear to her pretty quickly. And she's like, let's get out of here. I don't want anything to do with it. And then she's forced to stay. Um, And then, and then is, you know, and then goes on the journey and in fact is the heroine and, how attached, how close would you say your character becomes to the family that you're sent there to help? Do you think she has any, like, attachments yeah, to them? No, I don't think that that's the driving force. I don't think that it was, I don't think that she would have uh, done it for them and not other people. I think it became, it becomes a um, fight against Jules and the supernatural. Right? Okay. Um, or end this one particular entity. What is Jules' relationship to the rest of her team? Do they fully trust you? Whatever you say goes. Are you sort of an authoritarian over them? You give out orders? Is it collaboration? Explain that relationship. You know who... I think that it's it's a pretty buddy-buddy situation. Um, and the the real driving um authoritarian in the mix is the producer played by jordan belfi Ah. who's also half my boyfriend but i think jules gets to be a bit of the performer a bit of the you know um mystique um and gets to not have and, navigate the logistics of it. Yeah, and she also gets to play a heroine on TV. You know, she's at the end of a one-hour ghost hunting show. Here's Jules, the, the you know, defeater of all evil. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's the defeater of all evil, yeah. Now, you're a veteran screen actor. What did you do to get into Jules's headspace? Um, well, okay, so... so <laughs> My mother was a professional psychic, um, which was one of the reasons why I wanted to play Jules, because uh, I, I witnessed it as a kid. I'm super agnostic and confused about what that actually is. I don't I can't talk about it in an articulate way. I really don't know. Okay. I don't know if psychic abilities actually exist or don't exist. I genuinely don't know. It's an open question for me. But I was interested in playing it because I I've seen faith in that mm-hmm. very clearly my whole life um so 
So did, yeah, I was interested in seeing it and in, in playing it. When you're doing any kind of research, did you have to do any research or did you use your childhood with your mom as your driving force on how to be Jules? Used my mom. Wow, that's great. Not a not a lot of actors can get to do that. <laughs> now, yeah, no, and it's you know, and it was exciting. Yeah, it was a, it was a cool, exciting thing to um to get to explore. Absolutely. Now, being yeah. sort of the the veteran horror actor on the set, did you sort of take on a mentor role with all the other actors? Did they not come to all. you? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. No, no, everybody was great. Everybody knew what they were doing. Um, and uh, yeah, we, it was actually, it was a lot of fun to make. Um, we had all of these wild experiences and ceremonies and we were in corners of the world that nobody would ever be in unless you were working. It was just a pretty cohesive kind of cool experience. Uh, and yeah, I really trusted Brando. He had a pretty specific vision, which is really nice when you get a director yeah. who knows what they want. You don't always get that. Um, now, so yeah. Talking about Brando, I mean, uh, he did great in directing this film. We should also note he also wrote the film as well. Uh, not a lot of, uh, you know, experience. What was it like working with him behind the camera? Because I've read stories that he actually, you know, when he wrote the story, uh, his belief goes into the folklore of the story itself. Uh, what was it like with him behind the camera? Yeah, it was pretty personal to him, which is great when you get that. Um, he was specific at times, right? So uh, so a lot of the movie is really physical in a way that not every movie is. Um and he had an explanation for everything. If I asked a question, he had a lengthy answer. Um, and a lot of times horror movies can get into these tropes where you're oh, like, yeah. oh, it's a person, uh, you know, speaking scary and hitting the woman or something. And Brando, it was a little bit, it was, it was specific um, and rooted in his, culture and past and mm -hmm. and and he was wonderful to work with he was really wonderful a lot of the sequences especially when we get into the action were, were really complex and took a long time um and he was patient mm -hmm. and um, did you guys yeah, would you yeah. would you guys say i mean would you say that you guys really fleshed out this character together or it was him that had the real vision for jewels and you sort of just listened and understood and played it out. No, he gave Jules to me. What he had the vision for, um, I would say the situation and the ghost and the haunting of it. You know, in the end, it's a fun haunted house movie. That's yeah. what we made, right? Yeah. Um, and it has jump scares that I think that really work. I, I know what was happening in the movie and I still jumped, which is always a good sign. <laughs> and, and then for Jules specifically, what drives her, her past, he was able to hand over to me and, um, and I wanted to take it, so. Absolutely. Now, you know, when people see the trailer, they might say, okay, this looks like a Conjuring movie mixed with like The Exorcist Exorcist. and so yeah. on. When you saw the final product, okay, at, at a screening, I assume you've seen the movie. Uh, I have, yeah. What were your thoughts 
on how it was all put together at the end. I thought a lot of it really worked. Mm -hmm. I thought a lot of it really worked. I thought a, a lot of it was kind of shocking and um, crass, you know, and affecting in a way that um, that 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 surprised me. Mind you, I know the script quite well, and I was and I still ended up jumping out of my chair. <laughs> I also have a hard time watching violence, which is insane uh, because I love this genre. But I think that part of the reason why I love it is because like I get it's I find it very affecting. And at what a couple points during this movie, I had to walk into my hallway and kind of peek out and watch it from. <laughs> so that's a good sign. <laughs> Mind you, I'm, I'm a particular baby, but you would um, think after I doing, it I thought it was fun. You know, I thought yeah. that I thought Harris Dickinson did a great job. I thought he was um, both terrifying as a demon and kind of hot still. Uh, <laughs> a hot <laughs> demon. He was like a sexy demonic asshole. You know. <laughs> now. Uh... In Malaysia, there's a lot of, like, banned practices when it comes to certain religious uh, processes, for lack of a better term. Well, did, did it present any challenges for you guys or for Brando on set, or there was no problem whatsoever? I was pretty conscious to stay respectful of the culture, mm -hmm. um, and I, I felt like Jules wasn't always that way. Um, but, yeah, a, a, a couple of the characters are played by real monks. Mm -hmm. So I remember being. Um, you try to be respectful. A little bit more, yeah, a little bit more, more conscientious of um, what I say during a scene and. Okay, totally get it. I totally understand. Uh, we're pretty much out of time. You guys have to check out this movie. It's called "Don't Look at the Demon." It starts. Don't look at the demon. Don't, <laughs> except for the hot, sexy demon. That's for the hot one. <laughs> Look at the hot one. Fiona, I want to thank you so much. You're always such a blast to talk to. And whenever I announce you, girl, you've got fans in every corner of this globe. I, I mean, they are people that go crazy for you. You have. Oh, tell them thank you. You have such a loyal fan base out there. They love you. They look up to you. And. Uh, well, I announced you like a month ago and they were like spreading the news. I had to chime in and say, guys, it's going to be till probably after mid-October. So calm down. Okay. I will, uh, I will let you know when she's coming on. So <laughs> congratulations again to the film. I want to thank all our audience, those of them who are tuning in live and those who will be watching this later on. I know you're in Europe right now. Enjoy your time in Europe. Uh, so until next time, on behalf of Fiona Duroff and myself, stay safe and stay walking by, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.